The border crisis is getting worse, and our current administration is only putting a band-aid over the real problem. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Download and subscribe to my daily podcast to hear me get right into the news of the day. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us, and they're really known for over at Recoil Gunworks. They're web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, Vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including illinois new jersey and connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworks.com slash dana today to get you a full list of products and use code dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast. And once you make your first order, it won't be the last. Use code Dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. And so we, oh. and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasure, since you're part of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals and Delaware is as well. And I was chairman of the Judiciary Committee. I spent a lot of time in the northern Who knew parts. that uh, Puerto Rico was in Scranton? No idea. Right? Did you? I mean, I learn something new every day. I mean, I, I'm a big geography buff, but, you know, I mean, I guess. Who, who knew? Welcome to the show. Happy uh, Tuesday to you, Dana Lash here. That's the president who had some very interesting gaffes yesterday, and we're going to dive into those for you. We have a bunch of weird stuff for you today. And some, I'm going to have perhaps... It may be one of the most uncomfortable conversations that I have to have about a midterm race since 2012. So uh, that's going to be fun. And we're going to go through that here coming up. That's all I'm going to say because it's 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 we got to talk about what's going on in Georgia. That's all I'm going to say right now. All right. So first and foremost, welcome to the show. Your lovable curmudgeon Dana Lash here to start your Tuesday out properly. And a few of the things that I got my eye on this morning. Now, I'm going to go in order of, you know, well, I always, I'm going to start with domestic. First and foremost, the big censorship game. I think this is a major story, and I think it goes along with everything that we have seen with tech being used as agents of the state, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this first came by way of Chris Rufo. This was yesterday evening. And he had documents from the American Medical Association who asked big tech and the Department of Justice to censor, deplatform, investigate, and prosecute journalists 
who, as the letter suggests, questioned the orthodoxy of radical gender surgeries for minors, arguing that any kind, any kind of public at all whatsoever criticism, which that even, remember disagreement, dissent is criticism, that that is quote-unquote disinformation. And in the documents, this is how they describe it. They say, quote, these coordinated attacks, and by the way, this is a letter to Merrick Garland from the AMA. Quote, these coordinated attacks threaten federally protected rights to health care for patients and their families. The attacks are rooted in an intentional campaign of disinformation where a few high profile users on social media share false and misleading information targeting individual physicians and hospitals, resulting in a rapid escalation of threats, harassment and disruption of care across multiple jurisdictions. Our organizations have called on technology companies to do more to prevent this practice on digital platforms, and we now urge your office to take swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individuals, and entities responsible. Now, that's from the letter. So remember, they're really kind of going after accounts like Libs of TikTok. And Libs of TikTok, as you know, has for a long time. What does Libs of TikTok do? They simply repost already public information. So you have leftists who willingly, of their own accord, no one is forcing them to do this. You have leftists who post this stuff on social media. They post their own videos on social media. They post their own commentary on social media. Or in the case of some of these hospitals, it is actual pages from the hospital on the website. And so they, all of TikTok does is just take this stuff and repost it. There's nothing added. I'm not quite sure how anything can be characterized as false. Because they're just, all they're doing is, all, all anyone has ever done is repost already public information. So you can't say that there's any part of this that's, that's, uh, that's posting false information or misleading information. There's screenshots of the hospital's own web pages that discuss medically unnecessary hysterectomies for minors. They are web pages from actual hospitals who chose of their own will to post this information on their website. They are leftists who post this information, physicians who post this information, and all that is done is that it is reposted as is, no edits. And that is what makes the left so angry. And no one, it's first off, it's not coordinated. I realize that the left coordinates everything from using children as human shields, whether they talk about wokery or gun control. And I understand that that is the left's total, that's their MO. Not everyone acts like that. Not everybody does that stuff. The right, we don't, we don't, we don't have enough creepy rich people on the right that want to sit here and bankroll all this stuff. We just don't. That's it. So it isn't coordinated. And you cannot attribute, since you're already posting it out there, all they're doing is simply directing people to where it exists online. That's it. It's, 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 it is, it's censorship is what it is. This is absolute censorship. You have the AMA that is demanding that the government 
use technology companies as agents of state to enforce fascistic speech codes. They did this with the National School Board Association. You had the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, who actually worked with the FBI to investigate parents for the crime of simply exercising their free speech right and freedom to assemble to speak up in defense of their kids and academia uh, academia at, at the, all of their schools in places like Virginia and elsewhere, Texas, Tennessee. And they were targeted because this administration, and i.e. the left at, at large, likes to use these agencies. They think that, well, like John Fetterman thinks in Pennsylvania, he had no problem with using an actual police department to go and look up oppo and try to silence his critics. It got to the point where the mostly Democrat city council actually was calling for his firing because of his criminal behavior. And now he's running for Senate. Just goes to show you. Apparently, sometimes slackerism, I guess, rules. Who knows? But this is absolutely, and we're going to talk more about this throughout the program. This is, it's, it is censorship. And I'm not quite sure that you can punish individuals for actually just simply posting what the left posts themselves. If, you, if the left didn't want it out there, they wouldn't post it. I mean, that's just, I, there's no other way to look at it. No other way, no other way to look at it. And it's, it's, good heavens, this is, it is fascism. And gender-affirming care is not, there's no such thing as this. Abusing kids with puberty blockers and hormones when you don't know what the results are going to be. I mean, they, they mess around with hormones now with adults and they still have to go back and, and try to revise things and alter what they're dosing people with because the consequences of it and the just going ahead without knowing what, what, the, res, what the full effect is going to be, it's dangerous. It's harmful disinformation to say that unnecessary, medically unnecessary surgery is required for a mental illness. That is what is dangerous misinformation. And now the regime is telling us that all criticism needs to be silenced. And that's unacceptable. Now, a couple of other things that I have here for you. The whole situation with Russia. I'm not following Russia day in and day out, Russia and Ukraine. I did see yesterday that there was a back and forth between uh, Elon Musk and the actual president of Ukraine, who apparently had enough free time while he was uh, litigating a war to uh, fight with people on Twitter. Can't even believe it's a sentence I'm saying. And in addition, they also had Kiev's ambassador to Germany who went off on Elon Musk too. So Elon Musk was proposing, and I don't even, I mean, it's just a geopolitical solution that involved, you know, a, a peaceful resolution to where people weren't being fed into this conflict. And Ukrainian officials told Musk to redact it, go do something unflattering to himself, essentially. I can't say it, I'd be fined, but they can tweet it. And then, of course, because he was looking for a peaceful resolution, that immediately meant that it is apparently supportive of, of nuclear war. It's, it's kind of nuts. But the thing that got me is when I was looking at this, and I even had retweeted it and responded to it, the, because Musk had a, had a Twitter poll, and he was saying, you know, which, which solution would work the best, essentially. 
He said the will of the people, let's try this, the will of the people who live in the Donbass and Crimea should decide whether they're part of Russia or Ukraine, yes or no. And he said, he was saying that Russia was talking about full mobilization and et cetera, et cetera. And, and he says it, he was, I mean, it, it was insane because there's a lot of nuance here. And I think it's absolutely brain dead to accuse someone of being pro-Russia simply because they're trying to figure out uh, the the best way to solve a conflict. So anyway, you had literally, you, I mean, you had the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, who got up there and said, which Elon Musk do you like more? One who supports Ukraine, one who supports Russia. And he went and he said, I still very much support Ukraine, but I'm convinced that massive escalation of the war will cause great harm to Ukraine and possibly the world. Why? My response to this was to, and I retweeted the president of Ukraine. I said, this is a really bad way to get the U.S. to send you more taxpayer money. What in the world are you doing fighting with, with people on Twitter? You're in the middle of a war. You get billions and billions of dollars that because you're in a war, you don't really have to show receipts as to where it's going. And a lot of wild rumors have come up since then. I understand that they're in a conflict. I also understand that this is Europe's responsibility more than it's the United States' responsibility. And then they applied for NATO membership. And there were a bunch of NATO countries. There were not a bunch. I think there were like what a handful of them. Let me look this up. I wanted to say nine, but I, I think I may be, I think I may be overestimating. There were a handful of NATO countries that were saying, yes, uh, we, we are in agreement about fast-tracking Ukraine's application. And then I went and looked, and not any of those actual countries have met their 2% GDP requirement for NATO spending. So I'm sorry, you don't get to have a vote when you can barely spend. The United States basically finances NATO. So no, when you do as much as U.S. taxpayers do on behalf of NATO, then you can weigh in. So I just, I, I lost some respect for Zelensky. I mean, do, I know, I, I mean, he's got a war to fight and also Vogue photo shoots to do or something. I mean, I don't know. But it was just, that's not how you do this. And it's not how you win support in the United States. Now, also, I have some headlines about Taiwan because North Korea sent a rocket over Japan. It landed in the sea, but apparently uh, Japan was telling people to seek shelter there for a little bit. I have some bad economic numbers. We have some SCOTUS headlines because the court's going to hear nine cases, including Big Tech's Section 230 immunity. We're going to get into all of that. We're also going to, coming up, talk about how winning is a virtue, and we're going to have a very uncomfortable conversation that's probably not something you would expect me to say coming up about the Georgia Senate. But I don't care. I'm not here to be popular. I don't care. I could live the rest of my life alone and be happy. So I'm not worried about making friends in D.C. or anywhere else. I don't have enough middle fingers for people who think I should be concerned about that. So we'll move on. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super B Tart Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise Size, and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com. 
buytartcherry.com slash Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com slash Dana for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. Buytartcherry.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. I'm telling you what, she had one of the most iconic voices, and she is the mother of country, Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter and the queen of country music, actual country music, has passed away age 90. I mean, you heard Appalachia in her voice. She just was, uh, I mean, I love Loretta Lynn. Uh, The family said that she passed away peacefully at her home in her sleep uh, in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. And they said that they asked for privacy as they grieve and a memorial is going to be announced later. Uh, She's, I I mean, has, I believe, six kids and has uh, a number of grandkids. And um, she was also the first woman to win, uh, I think, I believe it was Album of the Year for uh, uh, country music and uh, uh, CMAs, I believe. I mean, she just set the record in so many things. And my word, I've never seen a woman age as wonderfully as Loretta Lynn. So our prayers are with her family. So we had Coolio, Loretta Lynn, and man, I'm telling you what, I don't like this. It's my grandma's rule of three. Y'all know that. It's my grandmother's rule of three. All right, so this story, interesting, came out about the FBI. Apparently, Aretha Franklin was tracked by the FBI for 40 years. They were trying to tie her to extremists uh, and militant black groups. But hey, let's trust the FBI, right? Let's go, yay! White white rice and pasta are just as bad for your heart as candy, says a study that I don't want to believe. It says refined grains increase the amount of fat in the blood, known as triglyceride. They said this can clog blood vessels and worsen the likelihood of coronary heart disease. Whole grains can decrease the risk. And they're researchers in Iran, so I don't trust them for anything. I don't believe it. I think that they're just trying to get us to hate good food. I'm just, I'm going to go that way. Uh, I mean, they don't have anything else to worry about in California. So now they're focusing on jaywalking. That bill was signed to allow pedestrians to cross the street outside of any intersection without breaking the law so long as it's safe. It's called the Freedom to Walk Act. As though you were restrained somehow from doing it before. Stick with us. we got a lot more in store. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. And market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. So get started with just one short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call right now and you'll receive up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. Don't wait. Call 866-887-1188. That's 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188 or text Dana to 998899. Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. 
The vice president was clearly talking about long-term investment, not FEMA aid for hurricane response efforts. We are committed to quickly getting resources to all communities impacted, period, full stop. Uh, but we also know that some people, particularly in lower income communities, have a hard time accessing that help. What? Full stop. First off, no. That's not right. Welcome back. Dana Lash here. That's Corinne Jean-Pierre who's trying to spin. I got I got into it with the uh, one of the deputy press secretaries. I don't know. Some guy who thinks that we're all stupid, apparently. This was in response to that statement from Kamala Harris where she was discussing how we have to approach this, you know, from a and look at this uh, like an equity situation. And it is... It, because this came out because PolitiFact and all these fact checkers, they were trying to say, no, 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 it's um, that's not what she was talking about. This is how they do it. It's Mott Bailey. Here, let me pull this up. This is a PolitiFact's piece because we all heard actually play the thing what she just said, play the statement of what she actually said when she was at because it was on C-SPAN. She was at some event and she was asked about it is uh, our, all of this. Listen, um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making and so we absolutely and so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity understanding that we we fight for equality but we also need to fight for equity understanding not everyone starts out at the same place and if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities. Now, this was in a com. She was talking to what's her face, one of the Jonas's wives. I don't know Jonas brothers' wives, and they were talking about climate spending. And then it was Harris that took it towards Hurricane Ian, and it was after, actually, in the context of her talking about Hurricane Ian, that she added that in there. So if people like Andrew Bates and others are upset with the reaction then maybe they should have a woman who doesn't embarrass all of the other women in the united states who can actually articulate a viewpoint without making a major gaffe every time she opens her mouth but regardless she said it i don't care how you want to put the context to it she said it she said it with her own mouth using her own vocal cords and words that she chose with her brain she said it and we all watched her say it on video with our own eyes and we all heard her say it on video with our own ears there is no misspeech misunderstanding or misinform or disinformation none it is what it is so politifact came out and this is what they said they they used this quote and they said uh kamala, uh, kamala harris said about hurricane ian that if you have a different skin color you're going to get relief faster and then they proceeded to debunk that so they set up this much easier thing. And so they didn't, they retreated to this thing that, that we would all agree is stupid and actually wasn't, she, she didn't say, so they can avoid having to talk about the actual thing that she said. Which really, their characterization, it wasn't actually that far from the truth of it. Let's be real. She was talking about the equity of it. And that's true. It was a racist statement. But they got their PolitiFact headline because they know that everybody is busy working to make up for the invisible tax that is Bidenflation. So here we are. (sighs) 
all this stuff going on and they're arguing over they're trying to spin over this this is just dumb the cover-up is always worse than the offense i don't know why they keep doing this not sure why and then we had between her and joe biden it was just a banner day for the administration yesterday for instance we got amazing sound bites like audio sound bite four this was just really this is a humdinger and new york sent not only a congresswoman the most congresswoman in the congress the most congresswoman in the Congress. What? Yeah, she's got two vaginas, Kane, not just what? one. I'm just assuming that's what it means. Is that what it takes to qualify? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a biologist, but I am. So that was... And then don't forget, he and Juan were neighbors growing up. Audio soundbite one. Listen to this. Remember, just flashback. And so I, uh, yesterday. I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. Okay. I didn't know Wong grew up with him. I bet he saw, I bet they saw each other all the time, right? But they saw, yeah, yeah, they saw each other all the time. Who knew, man? Who knew? If you don't vote Biden, you're not Puerto Rican. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have to be an average white dude now. You know, just, I, it, it just, it's just, why did, why did people have to do this? Just because you meet people doesn't mean that you grew up with them. You know what I mean? That's like me saying I really, really love Italian food. I love Italian food. I did not grow up with Italian. I mean, I know some Italians, but I did not grow up Italian. I did not. I mean, there are little donuts in the morning that they eat. Do you know that, Kane? I was watching the Stanley Tucci sidebar. Come on, I got to just go here for a second. You know, I was watching that Stanley Tucci. If you can ignore some of the politics of it, because it does get annoying. I'm, I'm forgiving him because he can make a good cocktail, but... Uh, he, he was going through and uh, sampling all of the different cuisines from different parts of Italy. And uh, I did not know, but this is apparently prevalent in Rome. Uh, like the most popular breakfast treat is this little delicious confection of dough and air that has some custard in it. And it's so it's basically a custard filled donut. But they, it's like, a, I think, a bombolini or something yeah. like that. Oh, my gosh. I, get, I would be 5,000 pounds if I lived there. And I would be so strung out on sugar. I would be laying, I'd be in the floor like a sugar, like a crack addict, but sugar. And I'd be asking for more of those. They eat that every morning. There's, they, he, was ta- he met this friend of his, and she's like, I have this every morning. I'm like, how? Anyway, long story short, I mean, I'm not of them. You know what I mean? I didn't grow up with that because I like it or because I know some Italian people. I didn't grow Why do, why do Democrats feel like they got to do that? I met some people once, so I grew up with them. Shut up. You know, I think that you can people are just looking to see if you empathize with human problems because those are shared across whatever any kind of religious or ethnic or racial or whatever ideology divides that that exist. Human problems are human problems. I don't know why they they have to go that why they have to make fools of themselves. And he always sounds goofy whenever he goes off script. You know it. But wait, there's more. With the purchase of that gaffe, you get more gaffes. So Biden tweeted this yesterday. Quote, my dad used to say, Joey, don't compare me to the almighty. Compare me to the alternative. Satan? Could it be mm, Satan? I'm just wondering because what in the... I don't... I don't think that saying that that is a selling point this just but you know it's just gaffalicious one thing after the other 
All right. I talked about this on Waters World last night, and some people are going to get mad. I think the electric Hummer is the stupidest car that's ever been made. I think it's a tax on stupidity. It is. It's a tax on stupidity. It takes four days to charge this thing. That's if you if you use a level one. The level three is like eighty something thousand dollars to get it installed. The level two charger is you have to get that installed. It's like a thousand dollar install, and it's like five hundred dollars to get the stuff. And then I think the max range is uh, what is it? Two uh, three hundred. I think it's like three hundred and ninety something miles is max range, but it has like two hundred. I can't remember if it's two hundred. Oh no, sorry, three hundred twenty nine miles max range, and it's two hundred and twelve kilowatt hours. For it. So it's a it's a watt guzzler. Yeah. So and the reason that we were talking about this is because Biden was he was talking about the electric Hummer and he'd he'd try. I can't believe they let him get behind the wheel of it. But he was, you know, kind of driving it. He just pulled it up in the parking lot. That's all he did. They weren't going to let him do more than that. And I was looking at this because everyone's going, oh, this is great. Look at this EV. It's an off road EV, an off road EV that you can't charge anywhere. You blockhead. I mean, it's the world's first off-road vehicle that you can take in the desert and then have it sit there. A giant, pe- I mean, how many, it's like a frillion, 1,100 tons. It's crazy. I, and it's all about virtue signaling over green energy. I was reading, Michael Schellenberger has had some, had a couple of really good pieces about so much of the wokery that is involved in Biden's green agenda. Because renewables actually, I mean, first off, it actually helps to contribute to the inflation of other prices because that it's used for so many other things. And I really don't think that Democrats understand necessarily how, whether it's the extraction and then the market demand work with this. Because the cost of materials used in every other industry is affected by this. Solar and wind energy projects require 300% more copper, and this is according to Manhattan Institute, and 700% more rare earth elements per unit of energy than fossil fuels. Wind, solar, and batteries require 1,000% more steel, more concrete, and more, gl- and more glass, and 4,200% more lithium, 2,500% more graphite, 1,900% more nickel than fossil fuels to produce the exact same amount of energy, and that's from the International Energy Agency. And these rare earth minerals comprise 60 to 70 percent of the cost of producing solar panels and lithium batteries. But see, it's because they outsource their pollution to China and to Congo and other countries that we don't, in Chile, we don't see it. So it doesn't exist if you don't see it. But this electric Hummer, a friend of my husband's got one, and all I've been hearing is, oh, it can crab walk, whoopity-doo, and die. You got to charge it for four damn days to get it to, can you imagine trying to flee a hurricane zone in an electric vehicle? Can you imagine? Because California, now New York, apparently, they also said they're going to get rid of gas-powered vehicles. They're going to have all EVs by, they're setting the goal for 2035. So what happens when the rolling blackouts start? I'm sorry, I got to take four days to charge my electric Hummer. I love gadgets. Don't get me wrong. I love gadgets. I already have the new Made in India iPhone. I already got it. I did because I love gadgets. Yes, I did. It was my birthday to me. My birthday ends when I say it does. I love gadgets. 
And I even love dumb ones that make no sense. This is just, I think it's a tax on stupidity. Nobody needs this. It's a walk guzzler. So how is that considering everything that I just told you about how much actually goes in to the creation of these quote unquote greener vehicles? Why is it more virtuous if it's a walk guzzler than a gas guzzler? Why is it more virtuous if it's with the cartel that's in Beijing instead of OPEC and OPEC plus? I mean, it's, it's all comes down to politics. It's so stupid. And I love how people don't count emissions for EVs until they get on the sale, until they get on the car lot, until they get on the dealership lot. They, they don't count emissions. That is so damn disingenuous. It ridiculously is. So, no, they're not greener. I don't care if people want to have them. Just be honest about it. I also think that this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Four days. And how many people are you going to know that can afford a level three charger? I guess if you can spend however much that is on an electric Hummer, you can probably get yourself. And then what happens? When the battery is dead, because remember, some of these other EVs, the battery is as expensive, almost as expensive, or in some cases, more expensive than the actual vehicle. I can imagine that the battery for the electric Hummer to pull what it needs to pull might be more expensive than the actual Hummer itself. I'm telling you what. Now, coming up, it looks like the Elon Musk Twitter deal will go through. Oh, man, I really hope that they just burn it all down. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Beats Art Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise, and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com Dana for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. Buytartcherry.com Dana. Shooting down woke culture, one crazy headline at a time. It's the Dana Show. So it looks as though Elon Musk's Twitter deal may actually go through. This is some of the latest, what is it, $44 billion? Uh, they had been going back and forth over bots, which I think is an absolute concern, considering that they were pricing it out based on the number of they were looking at it and selling it as organic interaction. And then when you take into consideration the bot activity, you know, it's, um, you know, there you go. I, I'm going to love not being shadow banned if that's the case and losing, you know, a hundred followers. They've probably deleted, I would say a million, at least a million over in the past two years. Twitter has, and I've taken screenshots like a psycho every day for a year just because i'm so amused by their pettiness like people literally have to be in that position making these decisions it's crazy here's a gross headline a new york court may actually rule in favor of thruples it's like second life but real oh it's so gross it's so nasty i you know what i'm talking you know what i mean like the weird digital Yeah. (laughs) yeah so they're that's what they're going for. I think that's just, bleh. just why? 
Why turn this into se- why turn real life into their your grody little second life? Stop it. That's what it feels like. Ugh, so gross. A, I'd say that we live in an idiocracy, but I think what we're living in is whatever is worse than an idiocracy. Ultimately. So, and this was a really great headline coming out of Florida. So apparently, according to the governor right now, 95% of customers have power. They said they're down to only 5% of customers without. Ron DeSantis is over here in Florida running the state like a Chick-fil-A drive through It's our pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And that's crazy. In less than a week. I had uh, Lambert International Airport in St. Louis yell at me one time on Twitter because I noted that they still had their windows boarded up after a tornado a year after the tornado happened. And here he's over here. He's got power back to the whole dang state. That's, they did. They legit used their Twitter account and they caps locked me, dude. They yelled at me. It's crazy. All right. So coming up, a couple of things. Uh, Missouri's Attorney General Eric Schmidt is going to be joining me. He's... Uh, he and five other states, they filed a suit challenging that student loan cancellation program. And his, it looks like it's going forward. So we're going to talk with him on that. Also, it's, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is going to make sense. It's not the president's wallet. The fr- it's literally not. It's the taxpayer's wallet. We're going to talk about that. And a very, coming up right at the top of our second hour. We're going to talk about that Georgia Senate race and all the drama with Herschel Walker. I'm probably going to say something you are not expecting of me. Oh, yeah, you want to hear it? Stay tuned. we got a lot more on the way back right after this. Back in the good old days, Americans argued about which policies to pursue to improve the great country we love. And today, we find ourselves arguing about whether or not our country is great or if we should love America or be ashamed of it. For too many years, too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach about America's great heritage of liberty, presenting them instead with a dishonest narrative of America as fundamentally unjust and racist. Hillsdale College, a small Christian classical liberal arts college in southern Michigan, is weighing in for America by offering you free online courses such as The Great American Story, A Land of Hope, and Constitution 101, The Meaning and History of the Constitution. With Hillsdale College, you'll study timeless truths in a supportive community dedicated to knowledge of the highest things, provides insight into the nature of God and man, forms character, and defends constitutional government. I encourage all of you to visit DanaForHillsdale.com and enroll today. To begin your free Hillsdale College course, visit DanaForHillsdale.com today. That's DanaForHillsdale.com. I have no no idea, but it is a flat out lie. And uh, and now you know how important this seat is. This seat is very important that they'll do anything to win this seat, lie, because they want to make it by everything else except what the true problems that we have in this country is. This inflation, the border wide open, crime. They don't want to talk about that. So they're making up lies now because they need this Georgia seat. So I'm going to encourage anyone out there, let's not let them take this seat. Hmm. That is the Republican candidate for Senate in Georgia, Herschel Walker. And he is denying this Daily Beast story that accuses him of paying for an abortion for one of his girlfriends or something. Whew. Man. Welcome back to the program. Your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash here. Top of our second hour this Tuesday. So does this change anything? 
Are, I mean, do you want my opinion? You're listening. Not a damn thing. How many times have I said four very important words? These four words. Winning is a virtue. What I'm about to say is in no means a contradiction or a compromise of a principle. And please keep in mind that I am concerned about one thing and one thing only at this point. So I don't care if Herschel Walker paid to abort endangered baby eagles. I want control of the Senate. If the Daily Beast story is true, you're telling me Walker used his money to reportedly pay some skank for an abortion and Warnock wants to use all of our monies to pay a whole bunch of skanks for abortions. And yes, when they're used predominantly over 99% of birth control and it's my taxpayer dollars, you have invited me up in your business and I will use whatever descript I would like to. Thank you. So it doesn't change anything for me. I don't know if he did it or not. I don't even care. I'm going to control the Senate. My friend David Harsani had a great line. He said that the ideological, indece- the ideological decency of a candidate's policies is far more important than their personal lives. It is true. This is where we got to get real clinical. Oh, no, believe me. I get it. I get it. Yes, you can still be for life. And also know that even if, and if he did it, by the way, if he did it, uh, please know that the worst thing that you can do is try to cover something up. Just be honest. Be like, yes, 13 years ago, I did something horrible and blah, blah, blah. And I've had a full circle, blah, 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 blah. You know the drill. Do it. I love how now, like, if somebody says something offensive online, they can just go to quote unquote rehab and then they come back out and they're all, you know, all okay. So people love a comeback story and they love people who are reticent and they they get it. But um, I don't care if he, like I said, I do not care if Herschel Walker paid to abort endangered baby eagles. I want to control Senate. And to recap, are you telling me that Walker using his own money to reportedly, which he denies, he's threatening to sue. I don't know. Some skank for an abortion is worse or better than Warnock wanting to use all of our taxpayer dollars to pay for the abortions as birth control for lots of skanks. And yes, I, if you're using that as birth control, I'll call you what I want. Just own it. Be empowered. Be an empowered woman. Empowered women don't get upset by another woman calling out their sexual recreation as being somewhat sloppy and a little bit skanky. So apparently his son the left le- i i didn't i've never followed his son i'm not even going to get into his name or nothing i'm not going to mention his name i just wish that conservatives would stop racing towards every damn freak they see they're so thirsty oh my gosh they're an influencer on instagram i need to sit i must have you do this oh we gotta stop it just stop it it's so stupid because then the stuff like this happens But if you, by the way, if people are really interested in what his son has to say, y'all are going to love Ashley Biden's diary. If people are so concerned about all of a sudden, and Raphael Warnock, wouldn't he slap in his wife around? I mean, if we want to talk about what is decent or not. I mean, the man's got some issues, okay? There were a lot of reporting. There's a lot of reporting on that. I just don't think, and you're going to have to excuse me, I just don't think that I'm going to allow Democrats to determine what is or is not decent as it relates to the Senate. 
Again, two more words for you. Teddy Kennedy. I mean, it's not like her. Did Herschel Walker reportedly abort the baby by driving it into a mucky creek and then, you know, running away? Oh, that was Teddy Kennedy. That's right. You're not supposed to say that because uh, they act as though that it's in bad taste. But I actually think it's bad taste to drive a chick into a mucky creek and leave her there to die. And then act like, I don't know what happened. And then literally run away. Literally run away. That's Teddy Kennedy. Ooh, I have two more words for you. Ready? Chris Dodd. (gasps) Two more words. Waitress sandwich. Oh, pull up a chair. Let's do story time. You know, because we're all super concerned about the Democrats. Suddenly, oh my heavens, someone passed them their smelling salts. They are suddenly so concerned about decency in the Senate. So the guy was just telling you about Teddy Kennedy, you know, the one who drove the girl into a mucky creek and left her to die. Uh, Let me bring up the waitress sandwich story for you. Have you guys, it involved, I can't even believe I'm talking about this on air, but uh, you guys, you guys are familiar, I would imagine, with Chris Dodd, senator. He was a senator. And what ended up happening, it was from GQ magazine. They recounted uh, this thing, this incident in 1985 in which Teddy Kennedy and Chris Dodd were said to have sexually assaulted a waitress during a drunken night out at La Brasserie, whatever, in D.C. It's some fancy D.C. restaurant. Sounds French. Now, as Kennedy and Dodd, GQ noted, were wrapping up a long dinner with two very young blondes, the senators requested the presence of their waitress, Carla uh, I can't say her last name, Gavagilo. We'll just go with that. And the young blondes, they went to the restroom, and that's when Kennedy reportedly grabbed the waitress, Carla Gavagilio, and threw her on the table, shattering plates and glasses. Kennedy then threw Gavagilio on top of Dodd's lap, and I'm going to read the words from GQ, quote, and then began rubbing his genital area against hers. Gavigilo screamed, thank you, Gaviglio. Is it hard G? Gaviglio. So it's like how my family would say singer. Okay. Gaviglio. Carla Gaviglio. Gaviglio screamed and managed to escape, and then another waitress entered the room. And Dodd said uh, reportedly, oh, it's not my fault, it's not my fault, and then they left the restaurant. Dates in tow. Hmm. And then, of course... I mean, he's had other scandals attached to his name, but that's the that's the waitress sandwich story. I just don't believe that that happened, Dana. I just don't believe that the man that drove a car into a mucky creek and left a woman to die, or actually a pond, left her to drown to death. I don't believe that he would do that. Well, well, good for you. I love your situational ethics. It's so your crazy, interesting disbelief. It's so wonderful. Uh, but I, like I said, I just don't care. I don't care. This isn't about Herschel Walker. It is about who the voters in Georgia chose as the GOP nominee. It's about control of the Senate. Period. I don't care. I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm sure he's a lovely man. I've never met him. I don't really, I don't care. I really don't care. As far as I'm concerned, he's there to do the bidding of the electorate. That's it. That is who the voters in Georgia chose. And I dare say, I'm pretty sure that they're probably more familiar with the people on their ballot than people who are not in Georgia. I dare I, I, I think they are I have faith in them and I'm not going to sit here and allow people well can you believe look at this it's a compromise of your ethics 
This is Alinskyite. This is Alinsky tactics. It's a compromise of your ethics. Happened 13 years ago. Well, you said it did. He denies it. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But what is absolutely true, irrevocably true, is that his opponent, instead of just maybe reportedly 13 years ago paying for the abortion of, a, of one girlfriend, Raphael Warnock wants to use our taxpayer dollars. He wants to repeal Hyde Amendment, which if you even believe that damn thing does anything in the first place, he wants to use all of our taxpayer dollars for every girlfriend's abortion. On demand, no limits. He's on record. So you tell me what you think is worse. This is what we got to realize. I would love to play a perfect game with perfect people. I would love it if everyone in the United States was as virtuous as the founders hoped that they would be. So from that perfect and virtuous populace, you could get perfect and virtuous people to represent them. But I dare say you will only find a virtuous candidate from a virtuous people, someone who is wholly virtuous. They are a reflection of the electorate. And everyone in America always should be doing some soul searching. If perfection were required, no one would be eligible. You go to, ba- you go to battle with what you have. That's it. Do you want to control the Senate? It literally is coming down to two seats. Do you want to control the Senate or not? Do you want to allow Democrats don't give a rat's backside about your position on life? They don't care about Walker or the woman in this story. If it's true or not, they don't care about the baby involved. They don't care about all the babies Warnock wants to kill with taxpayer funded abortion on demand as birth control. They're only looking at control of the Senate or at least thwarting Republicans control of the Senate. Now, Supporting someone like Walker, even if this story were true, does not make you compromise anything. It's not a compromise of anything. And again, I don't know if it's true or not. He's denying it, says he's going to sue. It's Daily Beast, so take it for what it is. You know, I mean, it's obviously Warnock Oppo. And then he's got his, his, his teenager out there. I'm just not going to trust a kid who I know does not make enough money to go out and buy his own damn Fendi and Prada and Louis Vuitton and Gucci. I know that that's like, you know, daddy purchase stuff. I just have a hard time listening to people who have fancier bags than they do a pot to piss in at home because they don't pay their own bills and they live off the person that they're running down. That's just the way it is. If you don't like it, I don't care. I think you have to make the determination. Do you want to control the Senate? That's what this comes down to. I think Walker's going to do on the issue of life or Hyde Amendment. I think he's going to do whatever Republicans in the Senate do. I think that you can pretty much be rest assured of. But you know it won't happen that way if Warnock wins. This is not a difficult decision. It's not a decision that you should be wringing your hands over. And it is not a decision that you should be looking at the left to validate for you. It's like Paul in, in New Testament telling the church, I don't know if it was Ephesians, he was telling this to in one of his letters to the churches, and he was saying, why do you look to the godless to validate you? I mean, it's an abridgment of his words, but you understand. Why would you look to the left to validate your position or your vote? So you ignore the noise, and you control the Senate. The end. All right, we have more to come. We got headlines on the way. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement. 
and uh, family-owned, they think like us. And they're really known for, over at Recoil Gunworks, they're web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy-to-use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo. And they will note, you know, they have it all up there very helpfully on their website. Ammo shipped to your door where legal. And they explain that, including Illinois, New Jersey, and Connecticut. You need to see the frequently asked questions on that. And check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions. Visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana today to get you a full list of products. And use code Dana to get free shipping on your next order. Whether you need it in the woods or on the range, Recoil Gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech <laughs> so a three thousand seven hundred year old babylonian stone tablet has been translated is being translated and it's changing history. Dr. Daniel Mansfield and his team at the University of New South Wales in Australia have just made an incredible discovery. While studying a 3,700 year old tablet from the ancient civilization of Babylon, they found two things. First, that they were doing trigonometry and they also translated it to, and when it was translated, it read, no lives matter. That's a joke, you can laugh, it's okay. Just kidding. This, yeah, when they translated this giant ancient stone, it said no lives matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert Pujols. He did. He hit a 702, finally, run number 702, ties Babe Ruth in another stat category. Of course he did. Cardinal Slugger back, back in his home. His career home run total on Sunday, 702 now. He hit it off Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher, uh, Rowan C. Contreras, and it was a solo shot in the third inning of the game. I That's just awesome. Uh, it's awesome, and I love watching him and Wainwright and Yachty walking off, walking off the field. Oh, my gosh. It's just like the olden days. <sighs> just really cool. Uh, also, this couple, can we stop doing this stuff? I mean, I love babies, and I'm real excited about, you know, yay, babies. Ooh. But why are we, stop doing dumb stuff. So at a gender reveal party at, in a state in central Brazil, apparently, you know, most people will do like a confetti balloon and it's pink or blue confetti, or they do a pink or blue inside of a cake. Some people do powder cannons. These people died a waterfall, an entire 59 foot tall waterfall in an eco-tourist area. And now they're being investigated because they did it for a gender reveal. Stop doing that stuff for gen- stop it no need to keep doing it uh this headline from washington times talking to pets can help ease inflation worries say experts my dog isn't actually worried about inflation because he does he's a dog no i'm kidding it's your apparently it helps you obviously it helps you it's a healthy pause pet insurance they said that it actually says if you know if you talk to your dog about your problems your dog can't understand you and maybe make you feel better AG, Eric Schmidt joins us next. 
Dana Lash here for ARC Seeds. There's a growing sense of instability and uncertainty. Gas, housing, everyday items are way up. Uh, Food prices have the nation reeling. The ability to grow your own healthy food is on almost everybody's mind. So this is why I want to tell you about ARC Seed Kits. You can visit ARC, A-R-K, ARCSeedKits.com and enter code Dana to receive 10% off. Now, ARC Seed Kits, it's a non-GMO seed company. It's family owned and they provide heirloom seeds for across the nation for over 13 years. They want to make sure every home in America has the ability to grow and harvest its own food. Now, these are the highest quality heirloom seeds. They arrive in a sustainable container offering long-term and short-term storage. And they also bring seed-saving knowledge and food preparedness to you in your community. You can get seeds for vegetables and herbs. They have 50,000 organically grown seeds in each kit. We're talking corn, watermelon, cucumbers, lettuce, beans, tomatoes, all kinds of stuff. Designed to grow new nutrient and calorie dense vegetables and fruits to sustain any home at any time so and they can be harvested and regrown year after year you guys know how heirloom seeds work right Chaz chop in portland didn't so visit arc seed kits and enter dana to get your 10 percent discount code and be on your way to food and economic security helping you and your family and your community it's a limited time offer visit arcseedkits.com ark and order your seed kits and save 10 percent today Want a behind-the-scenes look at The Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Bottom of our second hour this Tuesday. A little rush working, man, to bring us into this segment because that's exactly who would be footing the bill for Biden's student loan, I mean, slush fund? What else do you want to call it? I saw this very interesting headline here, and this came out uh, just a week or so ago. It said, in a remarkable reversal, and this is from NPR, it is what it is, but it said, in a remarkable reversal that's going to affect the fortunes of millions of student loan borrowers, the U.S. Department of Education very quietly changed its rules on who is eligible for the president's comprehensive student, quote-unquote, debt relief program. And That kind of looks like what happens when you have an administration that tries to bypass Congress and go on a vote buying slash spending spree and they have no restrictions, no caveats, nothing. And they want to and my friend Phil Kirpin says they're trying to evade a judicial review, but the Missouri suit will have standing still. Because Missouri's attorney general and Republican candidate for Senate, Attorney General Eric Schmidt and five other states had filed suit challenging the administration's student loan cancellation program. He joins us now via Skype. Uh, Sir, first off, it's good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And that was my this was my big question when I was reading this NPR piece, because this does not affect your suit as i understand it because this i mean they can try to quietly change it but this is still going forward correct yeah and i think there have been discussions about this potential lawsuit for weeks i mean i've been openly saying if we've got an avenue to sue we're going to sue and it comes down to a question of standing and so you've got um you know these states missouri's included you know we're uniquely positioned because there's a um an agency in missouri mohila that's a loan servicing organization and so it'll certainly be impacted by this um, as relates to borrowers and who they're able to work with and what loans are forgiven, et cetera. And so 
ultimately now we've got a straight line in court to take this unconstitutional lawful action on. I mean, this is really, I mean, if you take away just the, the ridiculousness of the truck driver having to pay for the theater degree of the college professor, right? Like just take that out of it, which is enough of a reason not to do this and why it's really unfair and, and Americans recognize it. There's no legal basis at all for the president of the United States with a stroke of his pen to wipe out between 500 billion to a trillion dollars worth of debt. I mean, Congress never voted on that. And if you're trying to reach back to this, you know, Heroes Act legislation from 22 years ago that had to do with 9-11, I mean, it's a total joke. There's no basis for this at all. And so uh, we're going to press forward and uh, hopefully get this overturned, this executive order. But you nailed it. This is just electioneering, uh, election year politics by Joe Biden to try to gain favor. And it's desperate. I mean, he's doing everything he can to distance himself from, uh, you know, in high inflation numbers, over 13% since he's taken office, ground beef up 36%. Yeah. Every time people go to the grocery store, you've got a family, I've got a family, there's sticker shock. It's it's nuts. And so it's not going away. Now you've got rising interest rates. It's more expensive for people to add onto their home or do anything with their home or buy a home. Uh, the economy's in free fall and Joe Biden's to blame. And so this is a it meant to be a distraction, but we're not going to let him get away with it. And we're talking with Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Republican candidate for Senate. This this also this whole thing, the, the more I read it, it seemed like a bait and switch. I don't I can't believe that Democrat voters, people who maybe don't understand how this is actually subsidized and who thought it sounded like a great idea it seems that they should be angrier about this i mean apparently some what they call borrowers they could actually end up getting a a heck of a lot less relief than they thought they were going to when this was first announced so they 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 quietly changed this so they don't have to answer to not actually fulfilling this promise well they they're back so this is what happens when you have a, a president leading an administrative state that's just sort of arbitrary right we have on a number of lawsuits we've talked about on your show before particularly on some of the border related lawsuits what they tried to do is once we filed the lawsuit and sort of said and, and said look you 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 don't have any basis for this and you didn't follow the right procedures they try to back into it and say oh no well this is actually what we meant to do and kind of shoehorn it in it doesn't work it's haphazard it's it's obviously a phony attempt to do this to try to placate certain voters but but people are smart they recognize for what this is and by the way pump you know this will only add to the inflation crisis i mean you can't simply pump you know trillions and trillions of dollars in the economy like they've done right now and that's why you're seeing it and then you cut off energy supply you declare a war on american energy you know inflation's not some act of God, like a tornado here in the Midwest, right? It, there's a formula for it. It turns out when you spend trillions and trillions of dollars and you you know, choke off in domestic energy supply, you see higher inflation. And winter is coming, Dana, because mm-hmm. utility bills, as people start turning on that heater here, very soon as the weather starts to turn, certainly here in Missouri, uh, they're going to be astronomical. And people are going to get their 401k statements in a, in a couple of weeks. I think people are going to really recognize what a disaster this presidency's been. Yeah, talking with Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt. Yeah, my mother was saying that it was in the low 50s one morning, and I thought, I'd be putting a fire in my fireplace already. I'd be turning up the gas. There's no way. That is too cold for me. And she was saying, oh, it was lovely. I I, I know y'all are used to that more so. Uh, I've acclimated to Texas heat at this point. Yeah, a little different climate. But the Cardinals, you know, they're in the playoffs this weekend. Red October. 
the weather's going to turn, but it'll be red October. That's Absolutely. Right. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate everything that you're doing, not just on the on behalf of everybody, but particularly Missourians, of which all our family is still there. So thank you very much for this, because I know a lot of working people are grateful that someone at least has their back, even if this administration does it. Eric Schmidt, Attorney General of Missouri and Republican nominee, Republican Senate candidate. So, yeah, and by the way, you're doing really good in the polls, too. So congrats on that. Thanks, Dana. We'll keep plugging away. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Thanks so much. And uh, those midterm, by the way, we're going to cover midterm stuff here coming up even more in depth because he's doing very well in the polls. And that seat was a seat, at least in the very beginning of the Republican primary, as you remember, there was a lot of discussion if it, if if that uh, the disgraced former governor uh, Greitens had gotten that seat, that was going to be a disaster. And uh, he would have actually uh, what's her face? Trudy Bush Valentine, the beer heiress would have actually been competitive with him. Uh, now, that is a safe seat, which frees up more funds for ad buys and seats like in Nevada or in Pennsylvania, where you have some pretty wild sound bites coming from uh let me let me put this up audio soundbite five so john fetterman he's the democrat candidate for senate up there listen to what he said about firearm confiscation and we need to eliminate the filibuster and get some important and critical pieces of legislation accomplished including gun safety legislation i've always supported a ban to the assault rifle uh ownership we should not have weapons of war in the hands of civilians I have seen with my own eyes at, at, at the scenes in my community what a military-grade round does to the human body, and we have no need for civilians to own those kind of, of weapons. Hmm. I don't really think that I trust a guy who ran down the first random black jogger that he saw, grabbed a shotgun out of his truck because he heard fireworks, and ran down a black jogger with a shotgun and held him at gunpoint I'm really not going to take any lectures from that dude about what I can and cannot own. Not going to do it. So there you have it. Now, by the way, um, all the people like Charlie Sykes and the Lincoln Project people are very upset that I said the word broad. Broad's abortion. And? And? Moving on. So tell you what this i have more on midterm stuff more midterm stuff so the going back to pennsylvania really quickly i told you some of the polling yesterday and how it was incredibly close i all he i said i have to i have to bring this tweet up why do they do this why does this look so why do they get this petty about it so he here it is he Fetterman tweeted out this just a little bit ago. Nothing says I'm a regular Pennsylvanian like sl- sipping a glass of red wine at a tailgate. And it's a picture of Oz and he's got a plastic cup with some red wine in it. And well, he's an older dude like Fetterman is. I mean, I really don't think that older dudes, if you're going to go out tailgating for hours, you're probably going to sip on wine instead of down in beer after beer because, you know, their metabolism's different. I'm just saying. Also, I mean, nothing also says I'm a regular Pennsylvanian, like living in a bougie loft that you didn't buy and literally getting an allowance from your parents well into your 50s. But go on. And? It just doesn't, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. This is crazy. 
I cannot believe it is that close. Cannot believe that it is that close. That Senate race. So, as I said earlier, it's not the president's wallet. You guys know what I'm referencing. A Politico piece. They were still trying to get, set their sights on DeSantis. And this is what Politico wrote. Quote, DeSantis has been a critic of Biden on nearly every policy front. But he sure does like the president's wallet. They say over the past two years, DeSantis's administration received billions in federal relief cash. Talking about for hurricane and storm cleanup and things like that. I didn't realize, Kane, that Joe Biden was funding all of that right out of his own wallet, saving us taxpayer dollars. Is that what that whole deal? Now, maybe I can overlook the deal that he and Hunter have with China, where they got millions of dollars because Hunter's firm helped the Chinese acquisition uh, helped the chi- help the Chinese acquire that largest, yes, it's the largest cobalt mine in the world and the People's Democratic Republic of Congo. That's, by the way, sidebar, that's the mine where the kids were legit hand mining for the cobalt. And ABC did this huge expose on it a number of years ago. To their credit, they did actual real journalism and they discovered all of this. And um, I, I think hopefully at that point, they're not actually using the kids to continue to do that because it's very dangerous and very toxic. But they facilitated that acquisition for the Chinese and that big multi-million dollar for them deal. So I'm wondering, is that, do you think he's pulling it from that? If he's, <clears throat> excuse me, if he's funding this from the president's wallet, came. That's my wallet. I mean, I'm under the impression that maybe perhaps it's not because that would be the taxpayer's wallet. This is kind of how the left looks at stuff. They think if you, when you pay taxes, which is theft, when you pay taxes, that that ceases to be your money. They have this warped view that every dollar you earned actually is theirs. So it's their money. This is their wallet. It's their money. It's They can do whatever they want. And if they have to give you a tax cut, they flip out because that means that they have to be more responsible about their excessive spending. And we always are the ones who get punished for it. Never run out of coffee by joining the club with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company was built upon the mission to serve coffee and culture to people who love America. As a veteran-owned company, Black Rifle Coffee Company delivers on that promise by developing explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as members of the military, and they're committed to supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. When you join the coffee club, you select your perfect roast, how much coffee you want, and how often you want it delivered, and it's all shipped right to your door for free. Not only do you save a trip to the store, but you also receive special discounted pricing. You gain access to exclusive products and partner brand discounts. Not sure what roast is best for you? Take the Black Rifle Coffee Quiz and get matched to the perfect coffee roast and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Oh, boy. Uh, It's been kind of busy in Florida. There's been a lot of good stories in Florida. Uh, But I will say more has come out now. Remember how I said that there was a shark that was actually in somebody's yard? And this is true. And it is now official. In fact, uh, it came. This is People magazine. They got the video. The daughter of Dominic Camerata filmed a 
what they identified as a shark in a neighbor's backyard in Fort Myers as the hurricane was blowing through. And it's uh, he's a 43-year-old real estate developer, and he said it was really, I mean, we've never, it's in the yard. Uh, but they, it was him and his wife and his daughter, they got video of it, and it looked like it was a bull shark. So that whole thing was actually true. As, well, I knew it was because it was local media that were sharing, they were sharing it as well. Now, I realized too, during, you know, any time of natural, you have a natural disaster or anything like that, stress is high, people are, you know, their patience is low. I understand, but let's not beat each other with rakes. So this comes by way of Click Orlando. India Atlantic mayor was arrested and accused of hitting a man with a rake during Hurricane Ian cleanup. 59-year-old David Bergman faces a misdemeanor battery charge. He's accused of using a rake to hit a man in the face while participating in park cleanup. Uh, This is according to police. He was arrested Friday, and he was helping to clear Orlando Park in India Atlantic when the victim began recording him on his cell phone. The victim said he recorded the mayor after Bergman made several comments about kicking his A-double snakes. And so the affidavit then says Berkman used a rake to hit the victim's phone and face. It's not known. Otherwise, what alleged what led to the outburst? They said that the video lined up with the victim's claims. And this is from the Indian Atlantic Police Department. No idea about his injuries, but I'm sure. I mean, is it really? Did you get? Are you alive, though? I don't know. It's like a hurricane just happened. Calm down. Everybody calm down. You know, come on. Uh, let's see. This uh, this Florida man. This is an amazing story. He survived Hurricane Ian because he floated on a sofa for two and a half hours. In an absolutely amazing story. Uh, this, uh, there's been a lot of them. Uh, this individual, and this is up by way of, uh, well, a couple of sources here. Uh, his name is David. And he said he found himself about three or four in the afternoon floating on a sofa with his head just above his own ceiling fan, 18 inches below the ceiling. And... He has a bunch of recordings of the inside of his house. And he said, uh, the water was cold. I was shivering. And he goes, for about two and a half waters, I was just bobbing in the water. Couldn't touch the bottom. We were just waiting for the storm to pass. That has to be an amazing sofa, though, by the way. If it floats up and it kept you up there and all that. I mean, that's actually pretty kind of, I mean, I'm I'm glad he's okay. But also, what is the brand of the sofa? I'm just thinking that might be, you know. And... Let's do this one. This is a Tampa story. Florida man, uh, Narc City, Tampa, was arrested in the middle of the ocean, and he tried to swim from a helicopter. It was all for uh, petty theft. A man in Florida, man in Tampa, he was arrested on October first. He robbed a woman of her wallet, and then he uh, uh, fled. And then he escaped in the ocean. He was swimming in two hundred. He swam two hundred feet into the water. And uh, then he tried to swim away from the helicopter, and Tampa Police Department actually posted it on their Facebook page, and it's hysterical. Someone said he missed his calling. He could have been a great athlete. Strong swimmer. Stay with us. Third hour next. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer 
offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation using offer code Dana. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement, make the switch today, and a difference tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Dana, 972-PATRIOT. Brian, we are taking the, the, the threats that Mr. Putin is putting out there and has been, quite frankly, for the last seven months with respect to weapons of mass destruction and, and nuclear weapons. We take those very seriously. We have to. Uh, it's irresponsible rhetoric coming from a leader of a modern nuclear power. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we, we don't have to look at it and make sure that we're ready. Uh, and we are. And you would expect that the, the Defense Department in particular would be trying to make sure that we're ready for all contingencies. But Admiral, am I right, what I can tell you is, what, what, what I can tell you is uh, that uh, as, as closely as we're watching this, uh, we haven't seen any indication that Mr. Putin has decided to move in that direction. Uh, and we haven't seen anything that would make us change our own strategic deterrent posture. But again, this is something we're watching every single day. Mm-mm-mm. Well, it just gets weirder and weirder. So that's... Uh John Kirby on the nuclear threats that they you keep hearing the saber rattle as it concerns Vladimir Putin and Russia. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here, top of our third hour. And this is one of this is one of the big questions is who blew up that pipeline, the Nord Stream pipeline, or if you're Corinne Jean-Pierre, the Nordstrom pipeline, you know, whichever. Very, very important stuff for the Nord, the Nordstrom pipelines, how you get all your deals. Anyway, the, I, I mean, I, I've seen these goofy stories where people say, oh, no, it's, uh, like, for instance, you had, uh, I'm pulling this up, bear with me. There was one piece where, they, where people were uh, speculating that this was all, it was Bloomberg TV. They were saying that, oh, this was uh, probably the U.S. that did it. It was uh, Columbia University uh, economist Jeffrey Sachs on Bloomberg TV. And he was suggesting that, oh, it's probably the United States and Poland. That's probably, which is, I don't, I, it's kind of wild that somebody would speculate that. Um, especially when you consider how Russia has already restricted energy and not just once either going at gas between it, between itself and Germany and the other countries to which it supplies energy they've already they've already been manipulating with this pipeline so i'm not quite sure why people think that it is beyond the realm of possibility that they would not vandalize their own like blow up part of their own pipeline in order to send a message because they are are controlling energy for a significant percentage of Europe. This was one of the things that Trump in the previous administration, he had warned about. And so, I mean, it is, and I remember Angela Merkel, that one photo where you had Trump sitting down and his arms were crossed and all of these other leaders. And she was looking very upset. And that was, they were arguing over NATO. They were arguing over energy and they really did not apparently feel as though it was something incredibly important to focus on at the time. They were going full steam ahead with the green everything agenda and the ESG standards, all of that. Well, now they see the problem. 
And he's and Vladimir Putin has been able to negatively impact uh, Germany's energy market as a result of this. So I don't think you, there isn't any there's no proof to any anybody's speculation. I'm just saying that they've already been manipulating with their pipelines. They have already weaponized it to show that they can mess with Europe. It's not beyond the realm of possibility to think that they would do something like this as well. I just don't. I think everybody, it's a fog of war. And it is. It's kind of like a cold war at this point. I just think that people need to be very careful in their speculation. Although I will say uh, Germany has been trying to make up for some very bad energy related decisions as it relates to they've been working with Canada and other nations to try to get more gas from Russia. It's infuriating to think that we with one state could have easily done that. I think it was Colorado, Colorado supply. We could have easily done that. So why even I I mean, if you're this could be more stable, saber rattling for them, but nobody has any proof of anything. I mean, really not. Now, here's a piece, and this has to do with Norway, uh, because it could also be a signal that it's not just this energy pipeline. It could also be other pieces of infrastructure that could be uh, forfeit. I'm just there's there's a number of ways to interpret the kind of message that this what message this is sending. So Norway's home guard they said they're, they protect the country's civilian and military infrastructure, and they have a rapid mobilization force of civilians. They have military training. And they said uh, on yesterday, some of them were deployed to provide security for some key port facilities in a number of regions. And that includes refineries, gas processing plants, a natural gas liquef- uh, liquefaction site in Hammerfest. Was that where we had a... Or no, I'm thinking of Lillehammer. That's where we had the Olympics. And north of the country, they said that produces about 230 billion cubic feet of LNG a year. That's about 5% of Norwegian exports. And they said they've raised all the security at all, all security levels at all 20 sites. And they're, that are considered to be a very strategic, high strategic importance for the country. Because now, they in September, they became the main supplier of gas for Europe. Hmm. So, and the explosion as I want this, I believe is, and no, not Axios. Uh, the explosion took place in Denmark and Sweden's exclusive economic zones, but it bordered the territorial waters of both countries near the island of Bornholm and opposite one of their naval bases. And so they're saying this is anything but a coincidence. Obviously, I think everybody at least agrees with that and that it should be seen as a warning. So there, there are other people that are looking to see what other infrastructure could be perhaps next. And clearly this is about, you know, this is energy. It's something that's going to be very difficult to protect. I think they were already thinking of that, but this is, I just, there's no, I see no reason. And this speculation that the U.S. did it, I, I think that's just kind of dumb. I don't see there's, I, I, it's just, although, Kane, I don't doubt greenies. Oh, I know. That's the other thing, because greenies are nuts. The people who are implementing ESG, who have no problem overthrowing countries like Sri, Sri Lanka or, or uh, having riots in 
the Netherlands, for crying out loud. When you think of Dutch farmers, I mean, my gosh, that's like a picturesque, beautiful place. They, I mean, you never make anybody with a with a tractor mad. And you, have you seen some of that? I'm just saying, you know. Words to live by. <laughs> Words to live by. Famous, let never make anybody with a tractor mad. So, I don't know. It could be, what if it's that? What if it's like some greeny craziness trying to push everybody even further? You don't know. That's just it. You don't know. I just find it hard to believe that they, you know, the greenies would Mm -hmm. have the ability to get down there and actually do something controlled like that. But that'd be the only thing that my tinfoil hat won't allow Mm. on that possibility. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they would have the ability i mean i just i i don't know there's a million things to speculate on but russia is not they're not winning this they're not winning this they're having to conscript grandfathers in this for crying out loud they're not winning this so what's i mean what's next there's there's discussion that maybe he could be deposed who knows and then what does that look like then do you have how does how does that affect donbass how does that affect crimea by the way speaking of which i put this in slack oh you saw it uh, just uh, today, now we, the president had a call, our president had a call with Ukraine's president, and they are sending more money. Oh, you knew. They were sending some more, more, more of our taxpayer dollars over. In fact, it's about $625 million more tax dollars to uh, Ukraine. And they said the call, it was a military or $625 million security assistance package. It includes additional weapons and equipment, including some artillery systems, ammunition, armored vehicles, and more. And they, the president affirmed the continued readiness of the United States to impose severe costs on any individual entity or country that pro- provides support to Russia's, pr- Russia's purported annexation, uh, etc. So I don't even, how much money is that now? I don't even know. I don't even know how much money that is at this point. That's a lot. I mean, I don't even think that. Uh, and The Intercept had a very interesting piece. U.S. military aid to Ukraine grows to historic proportions. It's going to be, I mean, it is very well could end up being, when all is said and done at the end of the year, the largest recipient of U.S. military assistance in the last, in this century so far. Whew. That's a lot of money. I mean, because we had $625 million now, and that's, there's a $2.2 billion long-term investment that looks at Ukraine's security and, 17, uh, and the security of 17 of its neighbor countries. And that was weeks after the $3 billion aid package. And then they, I, I mean, that's, this has been going on and on. You had uh, the administration, as The Intercept noted, uh, that... The total military assistance committed to Ukraine had reached $12.9 billion, more than $15.5 billion since 2014, and that's when Russia annexed Crimea. And then Biden also asked Congress to, this month to authorize an additional $13.7 billion for Ukraine, in, including money for equipment and intelligence. That's a lot. I, I understand I mean, clearly, the desire to thwart tyranny. But I also realize that Russia is in such a bad position. Ukraine was able to do this 
just themselves. And it seems like it's been, I mean, yes, it's been, it's been going on for a long time now. That is preferable to an all-out World War III. And I think those are the terms in which people need to view this. I'm so tired of everything being, you know, and or, or black and white. Like if you do not want to get involved to a certain point, then that means you support Russia, right? I'm so, and I'm tired of the right buying into some of this too. A lot of the media just doesn't cover the most important news of the day. I'm Byron York with The Byron York Show. In my latest episodes, I discuss how the border crisis is continually getting worse and the administration is only concerned about accommodating the illegal migrants who enter the country and not facing the real problem of stopping them. Don't forget to download and subscribe to my daily No Chit Chat podcast. I don't talk about every single issue, just the ones you need to know the most. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Hmm. All right. So, first up here a pair of fishermen were caught cheating and they ended up being stripped of a prize in the crowd. Got really ugly. Ugh, this was a $5,000 tournament win. These judges in Ohio discovered that these pair of fishermen put lead weights inside their catch. And they faced the wrath of a very furious crowd. Uh, of course, obviously, it's $5,000. Chase Kaminsky from Pennsylvania and Jake Runyon from Ohio initially won the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championship in Cleveland. And they got this $5,000 prize. But the extreme difference in weight made a lot of people very concerned and the tournament director then decided to gut one of the fish entered and that's when they discovered the lead sinkers they stuffed weights in their catch to make them weigh more so they could win. why would you do wouldn't you think that that would be found out especially if it was apparently such and they didn't actually say what the difference in weight was but apparently it was pretty obvious i mean they that's so dumb why would you why would you do that uh, this is interesting. An Obama judge, Obama-appointed judge, slaps down Stacey Abrams' lawsuit, alleging that Georgia, alleging Georgia elections uh, were corrupted. After and this was after Biden labeled it "quote uh, Jim Crow 2.0." So she had filed this big old giant lawsuit saying there was so because she says that she really should have won and that she was robbed and that there was fraud. Remember, she was the first election denier of that, I guess, cycle. And uh, she got slapped down by a Barack Obama-appointed federal judge. So there you go. No, no fraud. People just didn't want her. Didn't want her. A Phoenix man was seriously burned after a group loaded grocery bags of gasoline into his car, causing a fire. <sighs> I... When I first, I'm going to be honest with you, when I first read this, I thought that they were in containers in grocery bags, but that's not what that meant. I cannot believe that someone did this. I can't. Phoenix police say that the vehicle was engulfed in flames. A man in his 40s burned near the car. They rushed him to the hospital. So they said that they, police found out that the man's story, because he was kind of not being forthright about it. Uh, that he had asked his friends to get gas since one of their cars was empty and they filled plastic grocery bags with gas, loaded them in the car, 
and then they picked the victim up and they drove where the other vehicle was parked. But then somehow before they arrived, the gas, the gas in the bags ignited with all three of them inside the car and it caused the whole vehicle to erupt into flames. And the victim is in extremely critical condition. The other man had minor burns. No one's, I can't, why? First off, I'm really curious as to how it did explode. Uh, how, what's your theory? Static electricity. Really? Oh, why would people never, you know that everybody knows you don't do that. And when you fill it, you got to have it grounded. Everybody knows this. This is like how to deal with gasoline 101. I'm just, I can't believe that that would, I can't. Okay. Uh, a man called 911, and this is in Cleveland, after his sister ended his wash cycle. Okay. I realize that that's very disconcerting, but you cannot abuse 911 for it. He said he wanted to pursue charges against his sister for touching his laundry, but the officers were telling him, dude, no crime has been committed. Stay with us. We got more to come. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. Mm-mm-mm. Welcome back to the program. Bottom of our third hour. Dana Lash here with you. So the left and some very stupid people on the right believe that a refusal to support Raphael Warnock in Georgia after all of these stories about Herschel Walker, who's reportedly, he, Daily Beast wrote a piece saying that he paid for an abortion for uh, some uh, girlfriend. He denies it, says he's going to sue. And that uh because he's he says that he believes in pro-life so the left and some very stupid people on the right who are very who are trying very very hard to clout chase say that support for uh refusal to support warnock means that you are for abortion Mm-hmm. yes uh, I have one guy, Timothy somebody or other, I don't know. He's with Fox, and he's one of the stupidest people that I've ever met in my life, and he's trying so hard to clout chase. My favorite part about people who love to put on the robes and they love to wear all of what they believe are the all the appearance of faith, they are the first ones to curse you out. They are horrible witness, horrible witness. And this guy's same thing. He's, there's some people who are very stupid that think so highly of themselves. They cannot move aside. If he said some of the stuff that he said, like on social media, the supposed religious reporter at Fox, I'd slap the hell out of him and he would deserve it. That is not a behavior of a gentleman. It is a behavior of a stooge who is clout chasing. And the whole point, and I mean, whatever I say, and if you're offended by my, I don't have the highest opinion of women who want to use birth control I want to use abortion as birth control. And I'm not going to apologize for that. If that offends you, then clearly you need Barney and Disney TV or radio. This is too much for you. But I am absolutely not going to apologize for not having the highest opinion of women who use abortion as a form of birth control. The end. That's it. And I am not going to apologize either for recognizing that in Georgia, that you don't have any perfect options. There are none. And they, and they would like for you to take the bait. I don't know what, what Herschel Walker did or didn't do. I don't know. It's his word versus Daily Beast. And there apparently are some people in the cons- well, that are, say that they're on the right, but they act like members of the left, 
who want to believe the Daily Beast with their wonderful track record of conservatism, apparently. This is all about, the whole. all of this is about controlling the Senate. And I'm not going to apologize for wanting to control the Senate. Raphael Warnock wants taxpayer-funded abortion on demand. That's indisputable. I literally have played audio where he said it. There are numerous videos on YouTube where he talks about it. He wants a total repeal of the Hyde Amendment, which, by the way, didn't do anything anyway. And if people think it did, you're going to have a lot of fun learning about fungibility today. So my point and my point stands is that you have one guy who say even say that the Daily Beast story is true. And I don't know. You have one guy who paid for who's who is reported to have paid for an abortion with his money for a girlfriend and one guy who wants to take everybody's money and pay for constant forever abortions. Um, That's the that is the greater of the of the evil in this decision making process. And so you have some of these people like this religious stooge who apparently was very proud. He wants everyone to know that's apparently his only ID. He's got his Fox email up there. He's got all of it up there. He wants you to know that he's legitimate. He's very desperate for you to know this. They believe, and it's not just him, but some other people, that refusal to apparently support Warnock means that suddenly the, you're pro-abortion. I get that nuance is dead, but that is a new level of absolute stupidity. I don't know why people on the right, and not all, but some, are desperate to have the left validate their choices. I don't know why there are some people on the right who need the left to be okay with their reasoning. Like I said, winning is a virtue. That is it. Winning is a virtue. And I'm not going to be baited, and nor should you. Some, I had um, a couple of people say, you shouldn't say, you, like Charlie Sykes and some others. He's in like an old rhino. They're saying, oh, you shouldn't, broads, I can't, broads. Yeah, and again, are you expecting me to somehow be incredibly respectful of a female who believes that abortion on demand at any stage paid for by the taxpayer is a justified form of birth control? And if you doubt that that is what the Democrat candidate for Senate in Georgia has said, you need to go and familiarize yourself with his platform as much as I am, as much as I have done. Not going to apologize for any of it. It is insane that there are some people on the right and some and all of the left almost who don't take issue with the fact that you have a Senate candidate who wants full on taxpayer funded abortion, no limitations as birth control. They're not upset over that, but they're upset if you call it out. What a wonderful deflection. Don't take the bait. Do not take the bait. Do not suffer fools. And do not look to the left to validate your reasoning or choices. Now, moving on. This, I'm going to pull this up because I have some audio, is a major problem for Democrats. Audio soundbite 10. 
MSNBC notes that Latino voters in Texas, they're leaving the Democrat Party. Listen. Maria, you were a Democrat and you are now a Republican. Why? Because uh, the fact that the Democratic Party has changed a lot and identify more with the uh, Republican Party. What things? Well, we're for God, country, family, and hard work. Jose used to vote blue, too. Now, he's also a Republican and most concerned with immigration and beefing up border security. What are the concerns that you have about immigration? The fact of the matter is that we, you know, we don't feel safe anymore. They don't feel, people don't feel safe anymore. I always find it incredibly inherently racist whenever I hear Democrats, this administration particularly, say or try to appeal to Hispanic or Latino voters in border states as though they're going to they're going to forgive the crime that is committed by illegally entering, that they're going to forgive the building of the cartel by seeking to use them to help them to commit a crime by endangering children who are too young and too small to consent or resist from being brought illegally over. And that simply because of shared ethnicity, that it will be overlooked. And so Democrats can speak to that because they think it's going to win over voters. That is, that's racism. Because you're assuming that there is universal, that it's just one universal voting block, and that if someone, break, that, that it doesn't matter if someone's breaking a law, there's going to be, oh, no, because they're all, I mean, oh, honestly, how else do you describe it? And these voters are looking at this saying, no, 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 we're Americans. Do Democrats not see them as that? The... Hispanic and Latino ranchers and border towns and, you know, the, the, the elected officials. Do Democrats somehow discount that because there, there may be a shared, a shared ethnicity? It's just the wildest thing. I'm, you can't even get, you cannot get into these people's headspace to try to determine why they view this situation like this. But I'll tell you this. It is, it's viewed as an insult, and it absolutely is an insult, whether intended or not. And so people, they don't, no one wants to, want, no one wants to stay with that party. Furthermore, it's even beyond the border. It's beyond the issue of jeopardizing security in a number of these towns, use of resources, but it's also about unemployment. It's also about inflation, gas prices. You know, Latino and Hispanic voters think about more than just border. You know, they also think about inflation and they think about gas prices and they think about, are, oh, my gosh, what what's going to happen? Am I going to be able to meet my mortgage or my rent? Oh, my gosh, if I have to get a new vehicle, is it even going to be affordable? Supply issues, et cetera, et cetera. These are shared issues of people, period. These are the issues that are in the top of every voter's mind every single time there's a survey taken. And these are the issues that Democrats will not speak to. Instead, what do they want to do? Biden's doing a, uh, what is it? it was a repro- Did he make a reproductive task force? What is even that? I'm going to pull up all the rest of my notes about this. Did you see that? He apparently was going to be speaking about this today. 
just over the summer, they had announced that they were creating it. Now, apparently, they're going to create it. It's the Reproductive Rights Task Force. It sounds like a bunch of hall monitors, but not for halls. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. What is, what is that? How does one get on the Reproductive Rights Task Force? What is that? They're looking at uh, all state and local legislation and enforcement actions that would infringe on federal legal protections, impair individuals' ability to inform and counsel or whatever, uh, impair women's ability to seek reproductive care. Well, okay, well, what is reproductive care? Because trying to retcon a pregnancy or, uh, you know, as a birth control with abortion, that's not, that's not reproductive care. Words have meanings. Everything. They want everything to be about abortion. Everything is going to be about abortion. Everything, 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 everything. So, I mean, okay. Keep going with that. People can't pay their bills with abortion. They can't. Audio soundbite six. Louisiana's jewel, Senator Kennedy. My race and these other tight races will be decided by the issues that moms and dads worry about when they lie down to sleep at night and can't. And that's the economy, inflation, the open border, crime. What are my kids learning at school? It's not Trump and abortion. There you go. There you go. It isn't. It's not about abortion. But that's what they're putting everything on. It's like, um, what is the old uh, example? What's the old stereotypical example that's always given when women go, if a woman goes and tries to buy a car, what is it? The old, I remember hearing about this when I was younger. The stereotype is that the guy's going to try to sell her on the lighted mirror and the cup holders, right? And how much, how many groceries you can fit in the back. That is the that's essentially what is happening to us now with this abortion issue that Democrats only want to tell us about the lighted mirror and the cup holders in a way. But furthermore, there's nothing banned. It's something that reverted to the states. This is not this is not a this is all they have. Do not get baited over this stuff. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app weekdays noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. And and you've stuck by it. In fact, you're one of the few Democrats now who still says, let's defund the police. Are you worried at all that that could hurt some of your colleagues going into the midterm elections? See, the, the thing about defund the police is we have to tell the entire narrative. People here defund the police. But you know what they'll say? Say reallocate, say divest, say move. Uh, but it's still the same thing. We can't get caught up on the words. Hmm. Caught up on the words? What? Well, the words were you wanted to defund the police that those were the words and people are going to get caught up on those words because that's what you wanted to do cory bush welcome back to the program dana lash here man don't get caught up on the words don't pay attention to what we said because it's hurting us in the polls that's ultimately what she's saying there oh my heavens it is something else i tell you something no no don't get don't get don't get caught up on those words. I mean, they're just, you know, you, you, but you've said it over and over again. I mean, it, it became a mantra. And now because it's not working out so well for you, we can't, I'm caught up. Can't. So caught is, up on is divest mean something different than defund? 
or reallocate because you're still taking money from police. But it's they're moving it. Still taking money from police. I guess I'm just they can, caught they can, up in yeah, the words. You're caught up on the words. Yeah. So we're going to use different words to say the same thing that those words said, but they're not those words. They're different. Don't get hung up on those either because then we'll have to use more different words to talk about what those different words said from the original words. So don't get hung up on them because we'll run out of words. And if that doesn't work, guess what they'll do? They'll just change the definition of the words. The, everything will be different. Police will mean, The word police will mean something different. Everything will have a complete language will cease to have meaning. We'll just be talking like Kamala Harris to each other all the time. There will nothing will words will not mean anything. It's true. You know it. All right. Today's stupidity, my friend. All right. It is our president. <laughs> Biden. There's so many to choose from, but this is the one I'm choosing. And by the way, if you ever see the video of this, just go on mm-hmm. Twitter and check it out. Jill cringes when he says this. So mm. listen here. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. He's, he was raised st- with Juan. Yeah. Juan's neighbor. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah, man. this is desperation at its finest Mm -hmm. right here i agree and folks that does it for us today i hope you have a wonderful evening make sure you subscribe oh i'm gonna have a piece coming out tonight uh chapter and verse over at Substack, and of course you can also find us on youtube find uh, past interviews facebook official dana lash as well like and subscribe to all and uh we also have we've got some fun guests coming up for the rest of this week too so stay tuned because i'll be sharing who that is in the newsletter have a great night back with you tomorrow